We announced it last Friday. The Renegades and Jukebox Tour. Sticks coming back. Riverbend with Foreigner and John Waite. That's going to be a great show. Tickets go on sale this Friday. Ticketmaster.com. James Young of Sticks. JY, what's up, man? Hey, James. Uh, hey, we're uh, tired of sitting around. It's time to get back on the road. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to begin with that. Because when we saw you at the uh, fairgrounds, it was toward the end of the 23 tour. And I'll yeah. bet that was a lengthy tour. When you, I bet you'll really look forward to getting home, but by what March, April, May, I bet you're ready to go again. Uh, yeah. <laughs> you know, you probably can't wait to get home after a long tour, but then a few but months. If you've been home for a while, then you can't wait to get the hell back out of there. <laughs> right, right. Well, what's the tell us, JY, behind the scenes? What's the deal with the, when you guys do a tour? When do you guys start discussing with management amongst yourself? Okay, it's September right now. Boy, we've had another kick butt tour with REO or insert the band. You're selling out, you know, state uh, arenas across the country. When do you guys work it? Where all right, we got our Venetian, we got our residency, but when do you guys start talking about the next tour? Well, I mean, typically these things are talked about, you know, anywhere from six to twelve months in advance, depending on management. I mean, our manager has got to talk to foreigners manager. Um, or REO's manager, whatever, and uh, and you know, sort of see what take the temperature of the, the different possibilities and figure out what what works for everybody. And uh, but we've done you know really well with these two, two head two kind of two headline acts, co-headlines, and then a, a, a strong opener. I think which is going to be John Waite this time. Yeah. And uh, so it it uh, doesn't take it takes a while to get it all squared away, but um, we're, uh, I don't know, it seems rock solid at this point, and we're anxious to get the heck out of Dodge and get out there on the road. Get back <laughs> out, because at this point, you are you guys are above uh, rehearsal, right? I mean, you might hook up. You guys could just, you go six, eight months and then just see each other. It would sound great. Well, I mean, we've, it's not like we haven't played these songs before. Right, that's what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, we have, well, we'll, we'll introduce probably a couple new, two new things, but... Uh, uh, you know, people, people are coming to hear Renegade and Blue Collar Man yeah. and come sail away, so uh, we're going to give them that and uh, a bunch more. Well, you know, I was, I was mentioning, to, you know, your guys there were set up the interview. I've seen you guys probably every time for like 20, 25 years because you guys put on a great show, but I haven't heard Lorelei in a long time. You guys put that out. How much do you guys go back and forth on the few songs you are going to add to a set list? Uh, you know, I, I've sort of, uh, I don't know. I mean, I've, we have fun playing them all and, and Lorelei, uh, used to be something that, uh, I mean, I co-wrote with Dennis way back when, but Dennis of course is not with us anymore. And, uh, uh, and Lawrence, uh, does a better job in the vocal than I do. So, uh, and I'm amazed because he can play that. He can play the repeating synth pattern while he actually sings the lead vocal, which is, uh, that's, that's talent. <laughs> yeah, we were we were down what tenth row target yeah, for that yeah. show. Lawrence, he's a man who likes his job. Oh yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> and did you see the video of you? I I was on Instagram, and I don't know who the uh, it wasn't a, an official video by any means. It was a you know a, a ticket buyer, a fan. But that video, and it's you. I can hear Tommy and the band, 
and you're doing that guitar solo, and you got the black hat, of course, and the black. Did, did you see that video last week that was going around? Uh, I didn't. Oh, it's really, really good of you. Really good, and it's so, close. So I didn't embarrass myself? No, man. Usual. And whoever it, <laughs> whoever it was is a James Young fan because it was uh, clear as a bell, and it's, it's like three, four minutes long. It's a you know, solo. It's great. Well, I've only been playing guitar since I was 14. Yeah. So. You got it down. Yeah. I'm 74 yeah. now. <laughs> Only 60 years on the guitar. It should be pretty good by now. Yeah. Ticketmaster.com to get the tickets. They go on sale Stick Friday. With it. Yeah. Stick with yeah, it. You'll, you'll get it someday. Stick with it. Hey, hey, Ricky Phillips of Sticks was in the Babies. Is there a band Ricky's not been in? Uh, if there is, I don't know the name of it. Yeah, I mean, it's pretty amazing. Did your uh, past, so, you know, 70s, 80s, Sticks is on top of the world, you guys multi-platinum album after album after album uh foreigner same thing and the babies are kind of you know bigger band english band did your past ever cross with john Waite and ricky back in the late 70s early 80s oh yeah yeah i think the the babies opened us for us a number of times back then and uh, i think tommy and ricky sort of got well acquainted during that whole thing and uh john Waite is a little more aloof and and maybe I chose to be a little more aloof at the same time. So um, I really never had a serious conversation with John Wade. But but Ricky Phillips, is he's the greatest. He's absolutely the greatest. Love that guy. Yeah, he's very good at what he does. Hey, uh, with Kiss wrapping up JY last week, and they announced the Avatar thing in there, you know, they're just one of the best businessmen in this industry. When did it, looking back at your band and money's coming in and managers probably trying to take advantage and you're pulled this way and that way in record companies, how long did it take you guys to finish, uh, figure out the business side of being a band? Because it is a business. Well, we um, early on, we had a, a, a guy that had locally managed the band prior to us getting a recording contract, but but ultimately the, uh, the record company sort of came to us and said, you know, you guys need a manager that's got got a little more savvy about what's what's going on in the national, sure. national picture. And then we had Derek Sutton for many years. And then uh, that, we, that got changed, and we wound up with the Irving Azoff's people. And uh, so we've uh, – I think we're in a good spot. Is that something that's talked about when you're an early band? Like if you're 1975, 1978, you're touring with an Alice Cooper, someone you know. Is that ever talked about? Like, hey, man, I really got to – if you use this guy, he can really get you guys going. Well, I think we all – you know, we're <laughs> we're all college-educated in sticks, and uh, so everybody was kind of, kind of looking at the, all, all the different variables that come into play that – you know, when you're practicing your guitar at age 13, you have no knowledge of. And, and for, fortunately, coming from a big city of Chicago, uh, you know, we were familiar with some people that, that, you know, could help guide us a little bit. But but honestly, it was uh, spending time in L.A. that really helped us maybe more. And spending time in New York helped us more. You, you make friends and then uh, you go from there. Yeah, and you know, when I think of Sticks, I think of a quintessential classic rock headlining band but we you mentioned the babies there when i was a kid growing suburban detroit right cobo hall joe lewis arena all those arena shows would come through it seemed like there were a handful of bands that were always the openers the babies uh blackfoot thin lizzy when you guys in the very beginning who was the first i mean was it the stones what do you remember as an opening act just being blown away 
the arena and, and who it was with? Well, um, I mean, we, we opened for a number of different people. I mean, Kiss. Kiss. Uh, sort of, yeah. They, they came on. Uh, they came on after we did, but they they, they made a bigger impact. Uh, you know, Gene Simmons is, is quite quite the, the, yeah. the music business guy, and and uh, and and he I don't know he somehow and they had, they had a great manager, and then we changed managers a few times till we got Derek Sutton, who was had managed the tour managed a bunch of English bands, and then became okay uh, a personal manager when he when he was settled down in, in Los Angeles. So. Uh, you know, but we all have to learn some lessons the easy way and more likely to earn, learn them the hard way. Uh, and fortunately, there was enough collective intelligence that we didn't completely screw it up. Hey, JY, I right, saw this right. on your uh, social media feed, and I'm curious what you would think of this. The question was, if you could choose one Sticks album to initiate a new fan, which it would be? What, In your opinion, what would it be? If you had a kid, my kid, 16 years old, hey, kid, listen to this, you'll be a fan. Grand Illusion, by a long shot, it was our seventh album, released in 1977. On July 7th, sold seven million copies. Is that a lucky number seven for you? Yeah, yeah you know what? Right, right. I that's what I responded. Jy Jerry sent it to me on social media, and I said first six songs, Grand Illusion, and I end with Miss America. There you go. Yep. Well, I'm Jay, right there with you. yeah. Well, we appreciate it, Jy. Let's do it when you guys come into town, Riverbend, August twenty third, Ticketmaster.com. Thanks so much, man. Thanks, James. Uh, all right, stay out of the snow. Okay.